We all take on different roles every day. One minute you're a parent, the next a chef, or a driver. That's why the Volvo XC40 Recharge is designed to be as versatile as you are. It's fully electric and includes a 360-degree camera, Google built-in, and more. Contact your local retailer to learn more or visit volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC40 Recharge. For every you. Some equipment optional. Google is a trademark of Google LLC. MGP 471, I'm Kevin. With me as ever, the Sheepdog Anna and Pab. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. 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 I actually asked you all to say hello, and you all said hello. So you've already failed at the first hurdle today. Has anyone got anything to say about that? Um, no. No. Well, I mean, normally I do say hello because I'm from Essex, but also... Yeah, normally you do as more, you're told. Is your voice more high-pitched than normal? I'm sitting on one of my testicles. I sat down awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> you were like three, two. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, um, what's going I'm, on? As a man of a certain age, there's always the danger that you sit on your nuts, and I've done exactly that, and it's just heightened my voice ever so slightly. So I don't want to reach you... that age. I mean, well, I you get, you're not far away from it. I feel like I am. I feel like I'm what at least two years away. How old are you again? Thirty-nine. You see, I'm only thirty-six right now. Yeah, no, but I've been not... sitting on my nuts for two years. <laughs> well, get off him. <laughs> Go and have a walk around. <laughs> oh, man. I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, it's it's great the first time it happened. I discovered I discovered it um, not long after we moved into this house. Because, you and me. Uh, no. Um, but we, our toilet seat here doesn't go all the way down. It's oh, like geez. a soft-closed toilet seat. So I pushed it to go down... And uh, I can't, he's hurting me thinking about it. Stop. <laughs> Went oh. to sit on it when it was halfway down, and my uh, my plums got in. I had like a plum sandwich between the toilet seat and the toilet I mean, bowl. I feel bad for the listener, and I really wish we'd stopped talking about this already. But uh, just to round it off, I think the opposite has just happened to me. They've gone backwards from that story. <laughs> so I reckon you've probably given me another year there. Uh, at least probably four years. Um, I need. To, I have trouble finding them. I'm but, pretty um, sure they didn't burst, so it's fine. Uh, five what years. What noise they make when they burst? Stop. <laughs> I bet it's like when you bite into a fish. I'm gonna be coughing them out in a minute. Kevin. It bulges into a strange shape, then all of a sudden oh, it's just a pot, oh, and it feels like you've wet yourself. My waters are broken. They're gone. They're not coming back. I feel so uncomfortable. It feels worse than when you go up, you go up a hill in a car, and then you go flying down the hill the other side. It's, it's like a you can't, oh. you can't do that when you get older. You risk running over your own balls. <laughs> Certainly couldn't do that on a bicycle to get trapped in the pedals. Oh, jeez. Oh, do I need to what? Moisturise or something? Is this the plan? Just, uh, the... just exercises. You need to do like nut squats. Kegels or whatever keep, they're called. You need to keep the skin Kegels. tight. 
Oh, jeez. I mean, this is get, a gaming Get a bulldog clip, scoop up the spare skin, bulldog clip on it, you're sorted. Uh, oh. This week's sponsor is Manscaped, by the way. Because um, <laughs> uh, that is... Uh, they've got their spritzing spray, haven't they? It's, it's all good. They need to sort us out the well, they, they sponsored me this week, Sheepdog. I've uh, done a sponsor for a Manscaped deal, so, you know... Uh. Last you last you mentioned that you were trying to squeeze the podcast in. You've just done it via the back door. This is a bit of backdoor Kev shenanigans. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I initially spoke. I did a one-off deal with them like three months ago. Um, you tried to you told me to try and get them sorted out with the podcast. Unfortunately, I did fail, but did manage to go negotiate myself a six-month deal. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> ups and downs and all yeah, that. All good. Um, <laughs> just 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 as an aside. Uh, Matt Quine asked when he said uh, he remembers before you were a corporate shill, and I asked when was that with a little cheeky poll to mock your poll that you'd be doing earlier, and the results came in as 2009 was the last time you weren't a shill. Um, that was when we met. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they're getting at. I, I don't think I don't think the podcast started until 2010, so there's no way any of them remember me not being a, a shill. Uh, I mean, they did say. Best thing from was probably the only time we weren't hyper shilly, and I said, "Yeah, but I mean, they were, they were only saying that because of the things we talk about on that show." Uh, but I think we were beholden to to the meat and brewery people, and we were probably still trying to be a little bit uh, good. But that whole that whole podcast was basically an excuse to get free meat. So yeah, two thousand and ten then was probably that's why you, that's why you don't need to eat any meat anymore. You're still <laughs> digesting it from then basically exactly it i just figured i'll stop eating for a bit and then next time i need to eat we'll do another podcast exactly that's the plan uh, believe it or not testicles are not my only misfortune this week um i managed to uh, fall over outside a hospital and injure myself <laughs> i didn't realize you injured yourself at hospital oh yeah i was uh, i was probably eight yards away from the door to a and e when i fell off a curb and couldn't get back up again and then managed to drag myself on one leg to the car, at which point I got my foot trapped under a car wheel and sidestepped and felt something pop in my knee, which I'd already weakened by falling over. How so did I've you had go back into the hospital? Because yeah, it was 20 past two. We were <laughs> half an hour from home. Anna had to be, well, one of us had to be back for three o'clock for when Andy's bus gets home. And uh, we she tried ringing the school and no one answered. So... It was you were kind like, I guess of. I'll just die. Well, pretty much because I couldn't get the problem was I couldn't get in the car. I couldn't. I can't. I've got no twist in my knee at the moment. So the car next to us was parked so close that the only way I was going to be able to get in was basically the way when we have to do it sometimes where you kind of go in sideways, bum first, twist, and basically maneuver yourself in because the doors only open about. 12, 12 inches. I always get in bum first. Who doesn't get into a car bum first? Well, I normally go in foot first. I mean, to my detriment as well. I I have my uh, quarterly injection, and then I always, I always, I always do it. I get out, I walk to the car, I open the door, and I jump in, and then I go, ah, oh, bloody hell, I forgot. How do you get in a car there. bum first? Again, this is another like thing Fred you can't Vincent, do when your balls like drop in. a little bit, because uh, you were sitting on. But I always go in left foot first. 
then position myself and bring the right foot in. The foot always goes in first, but the door wasn't wide enough to do that. So it was, it was, I basically yelled an F word at the top of my voice in a hospital car park as I got in the car because it hurt so much. Now I've developed a, a thing that isn't ideal as we're about to go to Disneyland, where I, whenever I get up out of a chair, I yell it at the top of my voice because it hurts so much. So Anna's oh. now afraid to take me to the Pirates of the Caribbean restaurant next week because she doesn't. I, I mean, to me, I'll fit in with the pirates uh but apparently it's not very disney to just be effing and jeffing when i'm getting out of a chair they let me in were you effing and jeffing uh, when am i not i'm always effing and jeffing he loves jeffing particularly yeah that's where i'm that's my sweet spot uh but yeah that's that's why i didn't go into a and e a and e probably watched me fall i imagine <laughs> i was caught on the cctv of their door i was particularly looking forward to uh, if it got really bad last night, I was going to ring an ambulance. And when they were asking me, what happened? Where and when? Oh, I fell over. Where? Just outside A&E. When? Eight hours ago. And, then, and I came home and now it hurts and I need an ambulance to take me back. But it didn't come to that. So we are all I mean, good. It's legal that Anna could drive you while you sit next to her being her instructor, is it not? I'm not having her drive my car. <laughs> it would have been legal at the time as well. You'd have just been like, right. Uh, just... not, well, firstly, we don't own any L plates. She's not insured on it. And you, <laughs> the, the only way to get out of the parking space was to reverse, which she can't do. So nah, it probably wouldn't have been ideal. Have winged it. Plus, yeah. <laughs> it would have been just as painful to get into the passenger seat. The issue wasn't driving. The issue was getting into the car. Once I'm in, I drive an automatic. My left leg just sits there doing nothing. I, I'm absolutely fine once I'm in. You never I don't have to use that leg. leg. Stop moaning. No one uses their left leg unless they're a left back or a left winger. Like This, this is all you moot. To, I'm there rubbing my right the kneecap clutch? going, that poor man, that poor man. <laughs> but I don't give a toss about your left leg. Mine's like useless to me. I'd like everyone to understand Sheepdog doesn't drive an automatic and I'm now a little alarmed. <laughs> I, ba I barely change out of sixth gear. Just reverse up the driveway into sixth and off. Wow. Uh, I mean, I've seen you play Mario Kart. This sounds about right. Yeah, it's genuinely right. I always, had, I always assumed you'd have one foot on the accelerator, the other foot on the brake. Arcade uh, it's, style. It's happened. <laughs> I do every now and again. Every now and again when I'm driving, I think is the middle one or the left one the clutch? And then I'm like, there's only one way to find out. And I look around and make sure that no one's immediately behind me. And then I press one of them. And uh, I don't press it hard, but obviously the clutch goes all the way down. The brakes don't. So uh, I still don't know. I'm assuming Sometimes you have a good go and try and push it all the way down. Uh, in, in, in the third lane of the motorway. <laughs> well, I don't think this is the clutch, but now there's lots of cars very close to me. Mm, this is it. It, it, it. I sit there panicking, thinking... I, I could ask, but that's not going to fill fill the passengers with confidence. So I'm just going to have to wing <laughs> I it. I don't know that you should be taking passengers if you don't know which one is the clutch. It's not that I don't know. I'm like 95% sure it's the far left one. But I just, when I'm going along, I mean, I do that all the time. Like, I, I just, you, you never find you just don't know a, a, a fact that you definitely know. You suddenly just doubt it. You just think, hang on, what's my I, wife's name? Or I have you know. never doubted myself about anything. Oh, God. I'm always just like, hang on a minute. Like, what's my name? Where am I? What am I doing? I just, I've said to you before. <laughs> if I didn't remember my name, I'd just give myself a new one and believe it was that. I do not <laughs> doubt myself. I've told you in the past, if I'm at like a shopping centre and my wife goes off to buy clothes or whatever and says like, meet me here in 20 minutes. When I get there, if she's not there within like one minute, I genuinely stand there and think, 
what if I just made her up? What if she doesn't exist? I'm there thinking like, actually, I'm not certain that she exists. I could just be crazy standing here in the middle of a shopping centre, not knowing what I'm waiting for. And I spend that whole gap wondering whether she's actually real. And then she appears. I'm like, oh, thank God. Um, Whenever any of our listeners hear you talk about her, they wonder if she's real as well, I imagine. I don't think you're alone. Stop being mean. There's nothing unusual here. I was going to say some people will have met her, but no, she's never been to any event. I don't let her get involved in anything. She's never read any of our books. Because she's to any not of our real. Podcasts. She's not allowed to watch the vlog. Um, we agreed she's only allowed to go near any of them if they ever get a, a sizable amount of uh, views or listens, and it's never happened. So <laughs> she's never listened or seen anything. But no, I mean, now you're making me doubt. I need to go check in the other room after this and check she's there. <laughs> I'm going to send her a message and tell her to hide. I mean, there's nothing in eyeshot of me that would prove she exists. I mean, I don't even think I've got a picture of her anywhere that I could see quickly. Um, I mean, and even then, it could just be a person, couldn't it? Watching Moon Knight has not really helped me It's just the person who comes with the frame. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Oh, God. So, video games then. Um, I've played a video game this week, boys and girls. I don't believe you. No. I played a video game that was actually released this week. Mm. It's too early for Football Manager. Um, are you talking My... about Minecraft, some update or something? No, although I have played a little bit of Minecraft, but not enough to talk about. I just was on there for like 10 minutes, seeing what you got up to on our realm since I was last on about a year ago. Um, it's not the new Wii uh, Switch Sports. That doesn't <laughs> arrive until tomorrow, because I forgot that was out, so I only ordered that today. Andrew That's Andrew. arriving tomorrow. Well, you don't need, I'm, I'm assuming tennis will be the same as it always was, and I don't need to be stood up. Perfect for you in it in a minute. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that arrives tomorrow, but the game that fully... It had its full release this week, and I've been sat playing it all evening tonight, is Dwarf Romantic, which we talked about about a year ago, mm. but it was on early access on Steam. It has now had its full release, and it is a wonderful thing. It's still beautiful, it's still relaxing, it's still super-duper fun. This is the game where you've basically got little hexagons and you have to uh, build up this big, like, area, city, but there's non-city parts too. Uh, Just a big area of land by putting hexagons next to each other and building out the map. You have a stack of them and you'll have one that's all grass or one that's water, one that's trees, one that's houses, and you have certain quests that you need to achieve to get more tiles added into your stack so i think you start with like 40 or 50 of these different tiles in your stack and then it might tell you right we need you to put five houses all next to each other when you put five houses next to each other you'll perhaps get five more tiles added into your stack so the idea is that you have to achieve enough of these quests to keep enough tiles in your pile so that you don't run out and then you get a game over when you run out of tiles Uh, But the further into it you get, the more cool stuff you unlock. And there is new cool stuff in here since the last time I played. The last time I played, it was pretty basic, but still lots of fun. But now there's moving trains that will follow your train tracks around and go to stations. And you get to watch the choo-choo trains moving around. There's boats that go around the rivers doing it. There's windmills. But not the last time I played. I haven't played it since really, really early on. Um, And... It's just, it's so pretty, it still sounds awesome, and it still kept me amused for a full hour, and I've barely scratched the surface. I'm still unlocking stuff. Well, that's that's good for me, for a non-football <laughs> manager game. 
to keep me amused for an hour. What platform's um, it on? I'm playing it on Steam. I don't know if it's available on anything else. It would be perfect on the Switch. It will be super duper perfect with bells on for the Steam Deck when that finally arrives. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's on Steam. I have no idea how much it was because I bought it like a year ago. The only two friends on my friends list who've played it are Anna and Pab. So I think we're going quite niche here, boys and girls. Um, yeah, um, it says it has 30% off at the moment. So it might be a good time for people to look at it. It is awesome. If you like just nice, chilled out, relaxing games, it's £7.69 yeah, £7. on Steam at the moment. Um, all the, also within a Serene City Builder bundle. Um, you can get it in a bundle if you like Serene City Builders. So I guess that's what it's officially classed as. Uh, but it's just it's just fun. It's user reviews on Steam are overwhelmingly positive. We all played, or the, the three cool kids all played it when it was first on early access and mm -hmm. looking at some of the videos on Steam now. Once I start unlocking some of this stuff on here, it's going to be spectacular and i'm very excited and i just can't wait for the steam deck to arrive now so i can sit on the toilet playing it it just feels like the perfect pooing game which toilet kevin well yeah i mean if they want that as a review for on steam um Lelujo See, says perfect pooing game when i make a proper game one day i, I want you to make that a review and i will put it on there perfect pooing game Lelujo. I, I guarantee say, when you make a game, the word poo will be in my review. I promise. <laughs> I'll just put uh, 12 stars, Pab1986 as well, and I won't even ask his permission. He's just giving it 12 stars. Just put a um, picture of him sleeping. <laughs> I will. <laughs> 12 stars next to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, so is that all you've played? you played anything else? Well, I realised at nine o'clock that I hadn't played anything, so I looked what was available on Steam, <laughs> and that was there already installed. Good so, man. Yeah, this is a proper preparation this week. You're welcome. I mean, uh, there's no gloating in what I asked because I uh, I mentioned last week that I'd got Chrono Cross and I'd started it and I mentioned it was a bit PS1-y and I wasn't really sure of it. And I was saying to Pab pre-show, I don't know why I was giving Pab all my material pre-show, but I said to him, I just, I tried to like it. I'm trying to enjoy it. And I just don't like how old and clunky it feels um, it doesn't. I, I remember a lot of these games having charm, like you know Final Fantasy VII and eight, and I mean in my head only Final Fantasy games have come to mind. But like, I don't remember ever having problems with like any PS One game. But this just feels a little bit. Ugh. And maybe it's just early on, and I'm not really feeling it. Perhaps maybe I wasn't fully engaged with it. But I tried it in the week a bit more, and I just thought I can't see me sitting and playing this. Maybe I need to just have some time off in future where I just sit and last through it i'll probably review it in three months time and go do you know i don't know why i stopped playing this was fantastic but i i just feel like the way it looks is bothering me and it's weird to say that because i don't i could play a very pixely game i could play lots of old games and not have a problem um i do think part of it is probably also that i've been super obsessively fixated on playing hollow knight all the time and so then i'm not playing that i'm playing this and it's not as engaging it's not as fun it's not as the challenges aren't challenges they're just i'm pressing a button and it's just attacking and i'm trying to... <laughs> there were certain bits that i had to try and catch this lizard and i knew what i had to do but the game was just a little bit rough and it wasn't really feasible to do it i had to try and jump at the right time to catch this thing and it wasn't really working and just little bits like that and i just thought this isn't me this is the game like it's genuine like it's genuinely, I'm just pressing a button. It's not that hard and it's not working. And I don't know. So 
Um, I'm yeah. I think maybe I just need to wait on that. Um, speaking of Hollow Knight, I um I got to the end boss on stream on Wednesday. Um, I've started. I've moved my streams back half an hour as a result of this because I started streaming. Thought I was just doing a normal boss because someone had said to me, "Go and do this boss. It's a great boss. It's really fun. It's a big part of the game." And when I feet when I beat it. The end credits rolled, <laughs> so I completed the game. And I was like, frick, I've just completed the game with like two or three people who weren't chatting, just had me on. They turned up early, but they weren't really engaged. And then all the people came in at eight like they normally do. Like, how are you doing, Sheepdog? How's the game going on? I've just completed it. None of you were here. And I just felt absolutely mortified and ridiculous. So then the rest of the stream, I was just tying up loose ends and doing all the extra new Game Plus and DLC stuff. Well, it's not really new Game Plus. I think it's just when you restart it back up, it puts you back before the final boss and you just go about your business. So there's loads of DLC they added in that I'm doing. There's loads of other bosses that I hadn't done before because they were too hard that I'm doing. But it just didn't feel quite as right that I'd, yeah, I'd done the end boss without anyone really seeing it. The, the evidence is there for people to see, and some people have gone back and looked at it. But for the rest of the night, I was just doing hard bosses. Anna popped in at one point and saw me doing one of the hardest of the bosses and was like, I'm never playing this game. This game looks ridiculous. <laughs> um, which I'd said that to some friends who, who were really into it and they all laughed and were like, yeah, that's not that's not the boss to show you, your friend and be like, have a look at this. It was ridiculously stupid. Someone said to me, if you, they were like, if you do that a couple of hundred times, you probably, you probably, you probably beat it. And I was like, I laughed and they were like, no, I'm serious. Like a couple of hundred times, you'll know all of its moves and you'll be able to beat it. And I was like, I'm not going to sit and do that on stream. I'm not going to do 200 attempts. I'd have to get a little clicker up. I mean, I know some people do watch stuff like that. I've seen someone do a shiny hunt stream on Pokemon and they're just on like, uh, they're restarting the game and they're just going and picking their Pokemon from the professor. And if it's shiny, they're cracking on, but they've done it 2000 times and it's not been shiny. And I'm like, geez, like, how are you doing this? But um, I just thought, I'm not doing that on the stream. That seems horrific. And it, I don't think I'll ever do that. If that boss is supposed to take me 200 times, I'm never going to do it. Like, I'll probably sit and have a crack at it one day on my own in my room, just seeing what happens and hope that maybe I do it in 20 attempts or something. But it was just absolute carnage. And a couple of them were like that. There was... Uh, so in my chat tonight, I have a user, Lemonade, who gives me guidance on where to go and what to do. And they were like, go to this boss. This boss is one of my favorite bosses. Or this boss is a good boss. So I have a crack at this. And sometimes I go there and it's actually something I can just beat. And I'm like, yeah, I did it. And other times I'm like, nope, not in a million years. That was horrific. And we did one tonight that was just horrific. There were some ways to cheese it, but I wasn't quite getting it. And it was a bit of a journey to get to. And that's generally where I am with it now, that all the... All the not all of them, it's most of the bits I've got left to do, I think are a bit of a journey to get to and they just wouldn't be as fun. And I, I'm not really sure with, with this. I, and some people say, oh, I love it when you fail. I'd watch you fail all day. <laughs> and other people just seem to leave. <laughs> you know, I'll be, be sat there failing and they'll, I'll look up and suddenly it's you know half the people there. And so I think, okay, they're probably not engaged. And I know it's not necessarily about that, but I quite enjoy the the chatting and the it, that's what keeps me going through it if I'm able to keep chatting to people if everyone just fades away and I'm sat on my own getting frustrated with it I'm not enjoying it then it's a bit like ugh. so uh yeah it's been really fun though and it's a shame that I know especially uh you and Kev wouldn't enjoy the frustration I feel like Pabby you, you've been really hammering eldering and everything I feel like this would be worth a punt because of how it is fun. I don't think the boss that Anna saw will, will be enjoyable for me. I don't know. But the rest of it has been outstanding fun. I'm absolutely loving it. And 
I mentioned several times over the years that I've got this idea in my head for a game I want to make. And I realized the other day, someone was talking to me on stream and I realized, Pab, mm-hmm. I think the game I want to make has always been a Metroidvania and I've never realized that's what it was. <laughs> I've been imagining the game and I was like, oh, how bitter and ironic is this that I could end up uh, making a Pab game um, at funny. some point in my life. Because you've, <laughs> you, it sounds like you're trying to recommend this to me. And my first, instinct, my first instinct, instinct is to say, I don't really like Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's how it works with them, is it? You're not supposed to like them. It's just absolutely great. And what? Do you get what I mean? It's great because it's just hard. And I, the characters are what makes it. Like, I need to properly... Someone said to me, once you complete it, read the law because the law isn't... Uh, <laughs> It's hard to explain. Like you'd have to really pay attention or play it if you don't and, and read lots of things. And I haven't been reading mm-hmm. things as I go along. Mm-hmm. You have to go and you've got this uh, dream sword that you, when you wave it, characters talk that are dead and stuff like that. But I don't remember to do that all the time. And there's lots of pieces you have to weave together. But actually they said, if you just go and read it, it saves you a bit of time, but actually it also just makes everything feel a little bit more, oh, okay. And then you crack on. But you, you do piece it together while you're playing it anyway. And uh, as a world, it is just wonderful as characters everyone's just brilliant they all make these noises that have been just drilled into my head and every time one of them makes it i'm just shouting that out and like that's the sort of thing i think kev would enjoy if it wasn't if he didn't have all the hard bits if he could have it if he could press a button to automatically do the bosses for him he'd if it had a story mode effectively he'd love it because it would just have all these quirky little characters who are shouting words that just get in your head um and yeah, it would just it's, it's just good. It's just good characters. I'm really excited that they're bringing out another one at some point in the next near future or whatever. And I can jump on the bandwagon early on that one. But uh, I didn't think I would particularly like it. I didn't, you know, literally the games, you know, Metroid and Castlevania, I don't particularly find that I liked them that much when I was a kid. You know, as I said before, I got Metroid games and I literally handed them off, traded them in. Um, I used to play Castlevania on the SNES. I think it, was, it would have been the SNES, wouldn't it? Um, when I was a kid, my cousin had it. I used to borrow it off him. And I used to find it incredibly frustrating because I didn't really fully understand it. Um, I am now thinking maybe I just didn't understand it. And actually, it's probably pretty good. But yeah, I'm, the way this game works is exactly how... The, the, not the way it works, but the sort of some of the bits to it are exactly what I'd been kind of thinking about in a slightly different way with what I had in my head from my idea. And I was like, playing this has really given me this, like, okay, I can actually see how this would work and how it fit together and what I would need to think about. So I'm, I'm glad I played it from that respect. I'm, I'm actually sat there thinking, mm-hmm. I was looking up YouTube videos of how they made it and uh, they did a Kickstarter and stuff like that. It was originally a game jam they made and then they spun it into a real thing and all of this. And I'm like, I might just read into the background of that now and start going down a rabbit hole because it seems quite cool. But uh, yeah, that is all I've done this week. Otherwise, um, I will briefly. There's two things I want to mention uh, that I, ha- I spent a lot of time. My sons watched Sonic Two with me the other week, and they've spent a lot of time playing Sonic. So I spent a lot of time playing Sonic, and I've seen that uh, Sonic's no longer available now unless you buy the Sonic Origins pack. And uh, mm. I was a bit like, "That's that." A that seems a bit, uh, but I'm wondering, uh, has anyone heard whether this is a remastered type jobby where? it's easier to control or is it enhanced or in any way worth buying? <laughs> Cause I'm kind of like, I never completed Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic three. So that when you put them together and I was watching videos of the final bit of that, cause I realized I'd only ever got to the boss. I'd never actually seen the end bit where you're doing like a meteorite 
flying through space mm-hmm. jobby um and i was like oh is it worth me getting this sonic origins to have a crack at that even though i've probably got sonic 3 about 50 times around my house Do you know what i mean um yeah i just wondered whether, whether it, I, I feel like the feedback on it online has been quite negative i don't know if any of you heard anything um i mean all the feedback is only based on their uh the pre-order stuff and whatever it's not really about the the games because i don't think they've shown a ton of what it actually is bar barring it just being i did see their uh pre-order bonuses were really bizarre yeah, that's like, what everyone's losing the mind yeah. over all the different all the different types the versions that you can get there's like about five different versions in there i read something, something like it's 25 quid for the game you can pay 30 quid to have the title moving it's like sonic wagging his finger or whatever you can have an extra, you spend a bit extra to get some sort of, I don't know what they call it, letterbox mode or something like that. I was like, what the hell does that mean? And it was like weird features like that. If you buy a bit, if you spend a bit more, you get 100 rings at the beginning. And I was thinking, well, you'll lose them. That'll be an extra life or whatever. You walk into a crab, you, you've lost them. Like it's, one way, it's like for, for the soundtrack or something like that, or for the actual, but to be certain music in the game or something like that. Or on, weird, the ti- on the so- title screen or something like that. He's like, they are literally nickel and diming you for a, for every little bit i think i'll hold off because it does yeah i think i've <laughs> just even though i already knew might. it i'm like actually no maybe not you might, um, might change it you never know yeah hopefully they listen to feedback i just it's a bit of a weird one anyway because i don't think those games were necessarily crying out for any kind of tweaking they're just old uh, old mega drive games they are what they are you know but but boys playing them and then playing uh mania um it's been it should be interesting i also saw um, I thought, right, that I was the only person in the world that had this problem, but there's a bit in Sonic 3 where there's a, a, a cylinder that you have to press up and down on to make it move. And as a kid, I used to just time out there every time, so I never got past that as a kid. And I mentioned it as a teenager, and my friend took the controller and was like, show me the bit where you're stuck. And they went through that bit and on the, to the rest of the level, trying to figure out where I... And I was like, you've already gone through it. Like, you went through it while you were asking me where I was getting stuck. And they thought it was hilarious. But I talked to that friend the other day because I'd seen a video. The creators of the game did an actual online apology at an event for messing that up because so many kids had had, like, their entire enjoyment of that game ruined by this one cylinder that would not move right for them and i sent it to my mate going god i had to get you to do this for me when we were like teenagers and he said when he was a kid he timed out at that point about a hundred times before figuring it out and it ruined him for ages and all of it i was like you never told me that when we were teens that has been in the back of my mind for 20 25 years i've been feeling like an absolute failure because he didn't tell me this, but um, I'm guessing the fact that none of you have gone, oh yeah, I know, makes me think that you didn't have this problem with Sonic Three, or you didn't play it. I mean, I never played them because they were bad games. But what? <laughs> Shut up, Pab. Absolutely crap in the bed. There. I mean, thinking about it, like I mean, going back, they aren't good games, are they? They're not good. What Sonic One, Two, and Three? No. And Knuckles? No. Pabby. You're good. talking nonsense there. Someone Sonic. defend Sonic with me. Sonic was never good. I remember but... playing that first couple of levels a lot. That's about it. That's an insane yeah. take, Pab. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone listening should send Pab hate mail for the rest of the week. <laughs> the rest of the year is deserved. Um, it was no Mario, that's for sure. Exactly. There you go. I mean, out of the two, no, I think... I don't know. I preferred Sonic as a character, but I definitely played more Mario games. I probably got further in Mario games. I, I definitely... Got to the end, but actually, to be fair, I completed more, but I didn't really complete more of them. Um, 
I probably owned more Mario games over the years, but Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic & Knuckles, Sonic CD, and Sonic Adventure 1, at least, I hammered. Adventure 2 made me sick at a certain point, so I couldn't. I got motion sick on it and couldn't finish it. Um, but now Sonic has just gone through a dark period since, which it kind of came out of with Mania, and you know we'll see how it goes. But no, Sonic 1, 2, 3, and cd and knuckles were like peak games they're epic and that's why there's two awesome films have come out of it and all of this stuff i'm I'm very disappointed in you pab um the only other thing i wanted to touch on uh which won't matter to you guys although mr pokemon over there might care um (laughs) uh, pokemon go did a big new overhaul to their um mega pokemon setting thing so it used to be that you had to like do I don't know, four mega raids and then get the mega candy and then you could evolve your Pokemon to a mega once and then you'd have to do four more raids and blah, blah, blah. And it was really gougy and nickeling and diming you. This is what reminded me of it. You saying that it was really like a money grab. Oh, bypasses, make a faff and people didn't like it. And that was about a year and a half ago they brought that out. And today, or yesterday, whenever it was, they've just brought out this um, new feature where it's like you do it, you do it once, you do your four raids or whatever you need to do to get the candy or there are other ways to do it you know you don't have to pay and then once you've done it that pokemon can mega revolve whenever but once you do it it needs to spend i think at first it's five days resting but once you've done it a few times and you've used it a few times and it's a better friend to you and all of this it'll be able to mega revolve more often and yeah they're just overhauling parts of the game now to make them a little bit more consumer friendly and better and i'm thinking that's quite positive because it was going through a bit of a phase of being a bit ugh. and weirdly they made so much money out of the pandemic and yet they seem to think that they needed to react to the pandemic ending by gouging everyone it was just a bit of a weird one and uh I feel like they've gone the opposite way now and actually started doing some positive things. I noticed Anna's playing because I keep getting random gifts from Anna every now and again now, In it, We're about, <laughs> I think, eight days away from being best friends, Anna. Best yeah. friends. At last. <laughs> um, whereas Pab and Kev did their little referral thing for me the other week and then disappeared into the abyss. Um, yeah. It's that been was all two... you needed us to do. <laughs> it's been two plus days since you last played it. Apparently, Kev, two plus which is basically their way of saying you've been gone for an indefinite amount of time. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a positive move. I'm glad they've done it. My son's sudden, my littlest has suddenly become obsessed with it. He asked to walk to his nan's the other day so he could play it. And uh, I've just had a gift from him, which is odd because it's like 11 o'clock at night and he should be in bed. Um, he's four. But yeah, good on him. He just sent me 10 Pokeballs. Anyway, um, so that feels good. I mean, all good in my... I want to say that rhymes and uh, either do an ad or someone else talk. I'm done. Well, I was just going to mention the most important Pokemon Go news this week, of course, is that the Pokemon Go TCG expansion that is coming out in July is now available for pre-order at Pokemon Center UK. So I got myself a couple of elite trainer boxes pre-ordered ready so I can become the official Pokemon Go authority of the podcast in July. When When I saw them announced, I was like, meh, whatever, you know. And then uh, someone was sending me pictures of them, and I was like, they are pretty good, to be fair. It's like a, a Blissey standing in a gym, and that's basically the Pokemon with the highest defense are the ones you want to leave in a gym because they are the hardest to kill. Therefore, if you notice you're being attacked, you've got more time to, to heal them. So every gym in town always has a, a Blissey in it, and the Blissey card is 
a blissy standing in a gym just looking all menacing and, and like yeah come at me and uh, I just thought that was quite cool because it shows they've obviously thought about what they're putting in and, and why they're putting in and that kind of thing um, so yeah that that is that is cool and I'm looking forward to seeing what other ones are out but I refuse to get on the bandwagon with it I am not I'm not buying cards I know how much money you've spent on them I know how much money could be spent on them and I know it's a never ending hole of but then Never. we can play Sheepdog. We can play Pokemon. Yeah, but I can yeah, so even play. Anna likes it. <laughs> I could probably just play with cards you have on you when we're <laughs> together. I don't need to spend a grand on my own cards. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't want to do the budget option. No, you'd want to get invest a sensible amount. It's me. <laughs> well, no, I'm. I'm I mean. You'll be so tired of playing. People, in, uh, when Kev came in to ask me questions earlier, and I immediately was asked whether he would um, be playing cards at Comic Con, whether whether people could bring their cards and battle him. So uh, he'll be all he'll be all tuckered out by the time we uh, we come to the point we need to worry about that. But you're Mister Pokemon. I like my cards. <laughs> He's a monster. Pad, play an advert while I try and recover from this. That's an excellent advert, Pabby. Good work. Mm-hmm. Excellent stuff. Um, now you lot should talk about some video games. What's that? Well, you, you, and want. Anna. you don't have to. <laughs> Anna, are you... Uh... Um, I don't know anything new. Uh, well, I do, kind of. Um, okay. So, cool. like, the first one that's not new was last week. I saw an advert for Child of Light. I went on my PlayStation and I found it and I already owned it. So I played that the whole weekend. Um, nice. Yeah, I got further than I've ever got before. Um, it's a nice little game. It's like turn-based kind of... I don't know how to... Because it's not... It's like... It's like Hollow Knight, kind of, because you've got different like routes to go. But each fight is... Um, is turn based, so you have like a little, a little thing at the bottom of the screen that has like all your enemies and you on it, and the timeline, and it goes and it sees like who is ready to go next, who, um, who is wearing what, what order. So like when you're doing that, you have this like little, little light friend with you, and you can use that light to heal yourself during battle. You can use it to free, like, not freeze completely, but slow down, slow down their time on the timeline, so you can get in front of them. That's kind of cool. You can like, so if if he because he only has like certain amount of energy. So say like you're on a enemy and you're slowing them down and your energy drains. There is like plants around that you can swipe over and then continue with what you need to do. So that's kind of cool. I like that you can have the battle in, in your way. There's also magic. There's, like, different weapons. Well, not weapons, but, like, different things you can hold in your hand to make you better. There's, like, skill trees. There's it's just, like, a bunch of awesome stuff. It's, it's really good. Like, it's years, 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 years old. But... If you can pick it up, or because I think it came, I'm not sure if it was on PlayStation Plus or I bought it. I think it was can... on PS Plus because I think that's how I got it. Ah, okay. 
So, yeah, because I remember playing this on my Vita for a long, long time ago. I enjoyed it immensely because it's the same people that made Valiant Hearts, the one that's set in the war, and I loved that game. Loved it, especially the little dog that was in it. Oh, excuse me. So, yeah, Shower Light, just, like, the most chillest game in the world. Like, obviously, it does get harder, like, you get harder enemies, but then you can, like, counter them. So, like, say you've got stone or, I don't know, ice you can hit them with like uh, um like fire or uh an electric shock or stuff like that just it's cool like you have to think about it because it's not just like i'll just hit this with this you gotta actually like plan what you're gonna hit each one but then when you've done it it's like yeah i'll beat you i'm the best <laughs> and like you, you don't have to fight them you can flee from these so like Whereas in Hollow Knight, the enemies are just there. Uh, the, these ones, yes, the enemies are there. You go into, so you go to a different screen for battling, but you can flee if you don't feel like you're up to it or you don't have the power or you don't have, like, ability to to heal. So you do have that. And, like, there's a whole storyline there. There's side missions. There. So, like, it's got everything that Hollow Knight was lacking for me. Because I like to have a story. I like to know why I'm doing this and why I'm going there. So, yeah, I enjoyed that. And then I was sat there this week and I was going, right, I've played all the new things. I don't want to play them anymore. What can I play? So I put in Assassin's Creed and I started... Well, I, I carried on with the Dawn of Ragnarok DLC... Mm -hmm. This is a big chunk of game. Like it like it was like £24 when it came out, like the, the add-on. It's it's massive. Like the whole map because it's not just like the map, there's loads of like underground stuff. It's massive. The the hot there's like a whole power system in it. So like say you so everything is like based on like Ragnarok and fire and ash and just like the underground and you kill say you kill an enemy you can go over to enemy and have get their power from them so like the first ones that came across was these guys that can um, walk on magma and fire so you like suck that power out and out of them and then that is you have that power set to like i don't even know what it's called like you have this uh, bracelet thing and that stores that power and then you can activate it when you need to use it. So, say, I don't know, there's a chest across a pool of magma. You can, instead of just, like, go... Because like, if you go on, if you're, when you're normal, you would burn and die. Because it will just... It's magma, obviously, you're just going to die. But with this, you can just leisurely walk over there, have a lay down until the power <laughs> runs out and then it, it will disappear. But... So, like, you use it for, like, the puzzles in the game and getting certain things. So, that's kind of cool. You can also, like, this like these massive crows. Like, massive human-sized crows. They're so big. And you hit kill them, and then you can take their power, and you can fly. You can become your own bird. Because, like, yeah. Huh. You turn into a bird, and you fly. And, like, that's kind of cool. Because, like, instead of, like... Trudging this is still walking. Assassin's Creed, yeah. Uh huh. Yep. 
I thought this was supposed to be historically accurate. <laughs> <laughs> this is Don of Ragnarok. This is it in a different universe. So, like, right, okay. you 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 have to, like, so in the real world, because you're set in England, in the real world, you do this ritual and then you're transported to this world. You can, there is a place in the, in when you get there to wake up and go back to what you were doing in the real world. So, I don't know, like, it's like you've got Asgard and stuff. It's, it's all very you'd have to play the game to understand where all that comes in because it's just like it's too because like they're they're all like about odin and and loki and all that thor and stuff like thor's about loki's about somewhere but not like the loki and thor we know obviously but yeah they're all about that stuff but um yeah so you can become your own bird and fly um there's also um a power where you can resuscitate downed like enemies and then they fight for you. Um the way you like um power these up is like these these big like blue plants that you hit and it gives you like the blue power. Yeah, it's mad. It's a mad game and I was like, oh I should have played this as and when it came out. I am still so the people in the in this world refer to me as a man but I am a woman like I am my normal character which I find very bizarre it's just it's very because I'm like obviously the game should know who I am but I think because the the mum was killed they refer to me as a man but I am my Eivor so it's like okay like I thought they would have like switched it around like Instead of the mum dying, the dad would die to keep with my character. But they didn't, so it's fine. But, yeah, like, there's upgrades, so you have to, like, get silica. Because apparently that is the material there. And you can, up, like, because there was a level cap on, on your um, on your weapons in the base game. But now you can upgrade them. So that's always good. There's new runes. There's, there's, there's just things to do like uh, uh, there's dwarfs like there's dwarfs but they're not that small i thought they would be small but they're not they're just normal sized it's very strange like avor is like a viking and she's big and strong and then there's these people who are supposed to be dwarves but not in the sense of dwarves of like what's like what's that film lord of the rings they're not like little people hobbits hobbits yeah they're not no, because there's dwarfs in in. Oh, actual! Oh, yeah. Actual dwarf, dwarfs. So yeah, yeah. so they're they're just different take on a different kind of people. I don't know, but yeah, I've been playing that, so that's cool. Um, and then today, I don't know why I put on Cyberpunk because I just I like Cyberpunk. I keep forgetting I own that. God damn! Why don't I play, play that? It. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, no, I think what I keep thinking is I need to complete Guardians of the Galaxy and then start it, uh, and I haven't completed that yet. You might know I haven't mentioned that for like three how weeks. How have I you keep... not finished that yet? I'm like two chapters from the end, and I just... I... Finish it! <laughs> I just need to come in my, <laughs> my office, sit at my desk and play it at some point over the next three days, and I'll do it. But yes. If that doesn't happen for whatever reason, then it'll be another week, and that's basically where I am with it, I think. The days that I'm not <laughs> streaming, I don't really game. I do other things, like watch TV and whatever but um yeah I, I need to usually it's like a sunday afternoon thing i'll just smash for a bit of uh, guardians but 
once that's done, I'll do Cyberpunk, and hopefully it'll be awesome. I don't really know what to expect of it. Like, um, I don't even know what games it's particularly like. Do you know what I mean? I, I sort of vaguely know you do lots of different sort of tasks in it, but it's a first-person action adventure game. But you've got like cybernetics in it. You can hack things, or you can. It's got like everything you can do in the game. You can literally do it. like you can sneak. Or you can go in full blazing, or you can snipe from far away. You can hack the cameras to see where everyone is, or you can like make them because everyone's like got cybernetics. You can make their heads fizzle with like a shockwave. So all kinds of fun, and then there's loads to do. Like even the side missions are sometimes better than the main mission, like. There's this one guy I have to go and pick up because his un his undercarriage area is on is on the any. fritz. <laughs> <laughs> sat on it, trapped it in a toilet seat. No, he put so some cybernetics dumb. in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be Kev in it. That's gonna be Kev. <laughs> a grand on cybernetics. I'm up for a cybernetic wang jangler. I don't mind that. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's just it's it's a fun game. Like they've they've done a lot of updating. It is working well. On the P, I've got the PS Five version now, so it is working on that. I don't know about the PS Four version because I ha- I just haven't put it on there for years. Like I've, I've not needed to. But as far as I'm aware, they've definitely updated it. Like the the roads actually look like there's pe- like there's there's actual cars in there. When I first played it, there was nobody, there was no cars on the road. It was just you, and it was very off putting. And yes, there was people, but they were just they were just there. But now like there's actual people, and they're actually like standing together and look like they're chatting, and just things are like it looks organic. Do you know what I mean? Like in The Witcher, everything looked like it was supposed to whereas the cyberpunk was not like that at the start but um they're getting there they're just i don't know what happened there it was very bizarre because the witcher series was excellent it was i played the first one because uh not the first one the second one because kevin got it me didn't you kevin yeah yeah and then i played the third one and fell in love with it, then went back to the first one, that which was very bizarre. It was not like the second year, like, playing two, one, and then three, is like, whoa, don't do that. Play one and two and three, then you see the progression of it. But yeah, Cyberpunk, just, why not? It. I know what I'm doing, I know what to expect. I, just, I still haven't finished it. Like, I have a save on the... Because I, I have two versions. I have the PS4 version that it's on my um on my playstation 5 and the playstation 5 version so when you start again i don't know whether you can like transfer your save over but i haven't done that i've just started again so i have like two versions going mm-hmm. and i haven't finished it yet because that's just me. i like to play the game i like the world i like being in there like because like you always find new stuff you never like completely finish the game because you've got like You've got your main mission, then you've got Ripper um, fixes through, you've got police things, like um, police, um, what we're trying to, crimes to do. There's, like, always something going on. So, 
yeah, cyberpunk is is definitely coming into itself now. But that but that's it. That's that's all I've done this week. Over to you, Pab. To me. Yeah. To me. To me. Okay. <laughs> See, making you just talk about that makes me think, oh, I could, I could go and do that. Well, <laughs> I might. But I someone did this the other day. I was listening to a podcast and they started talking about Red Dead 2 and I went, oh, yeah. I, could, I could go back and play that again. It's another one I need to finish at some point. It's amazing. <laughs> it's breaking my leg, Kev. So good. <laughs> I'll break whatever you want. I need to go to like A&E and fall over like you and then just spend a week sat playing Red Dead, Cyberpunk. Guardians of the Galaxy. Just pretend you've got a broken leg. Who's going to check? Mm-hmm. I could, couldn't I? Certainly. Wouldn't be able to drive out to work and show him it. So, yeah, I guess I'd just have to point the camera at it and go, oh, you can't really see it at this angle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're even going to ask you to point the camera at it. If you just say, I've broken my leg, they'll be like, okay, fair enough. No, in my luck, it'd be like the week that someone, a bear just arrives and I'm filmed running down the streets of Deeping, just screaming my name. So that's definitely me. I don't know. It'd be some ludicrous situation. Don't you know run away. Well, then like. you can ring up and say, I got chased by a bear. I need some time off. Yeah, but they'll be like, well, Let you're lying about a broken game. How do we know this isn't a lie too? Could be a magical bear that cures broken bones. I could just say I ran through the pain, flight and fight. Fight and flight, whatever the word is. Flying and fighting. <laughs> That's the one. I basically glided away. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I just at some point, I probably just need to. I need to stop. To be fair, I need to stop booking my holiday when my family are at work and school because that's not very fair. <laughs> I can't keep booking time off while they're not off to play games. That's not right. I've only done that once, and it wasn't pretty. <laughs> it just felt like a monster. Um, Pab, talk about you games before I start digging further holes. <laughs> um, okay, you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Um, I can start off with a public server service announcement. Okay. Uh, the Bethesda launcher is, is closing down on the PC. Um, this, this was announced about a month or so ago. Um, mm-hmm. But you can now transfer your games and wallet credit i think to steam so i did that and and whatever it was i think wednesday of this week and i transferred seven games over to steam so like your dooms rage uh fallout 76 i, I, I yeah. moved over to steam um so any gate if anyone does have games on there um be sure to do it because one the end of it after after the end of may they are shutting it and you cannot get them they're gone wow so they are closing down the bethesda launcher on the pc i think it's the end of may they said um so you should have as of listening to this you should be able to boot it up and it'll just give you the pros the steps of like connecting your steam account to bethesda and then just saying, send all these over to Steam, will you? And it does. It's about half an hour for some reason. I don't know why it says, like, it took about half an hour, 45 minutes to, to transfer a digital game to a digital platform without any download whatsoever, which seems strange to me, that instead of just going, put these games in this account, I don't hmm. know why it took them half an hour or so. 
maybe they did it in batches or something and it was just like you threw yours in and then every hour they just checked who'd done it do you know what I, mean? I, I don't know i don't know it felt like as if they were it's like it was like as if they, i was telling it to download them to steam instead and he weren't it wasn't doing it was, that wasn't what i was asking him and it didn't do that seems strange um but anyway on to what i've played um what have i played um what have i played that Let's get the Elden, Elden Ring out of the way. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I play these days. I'm, I'm nearly 140 hours now. Yikes. Um, for people who know, I beat Melania today. I went to bed angry yesterday because I couldn't do it. <laughs> yesterday, last night, I was, was probably the most annoyed I was with the game. But it's just like the boss just kind of one shots you pretty much if you don't be not prepared for it and it took a while and it took a lot of rng of like does my mimic want to turn up for the fight or not you have a you have a summons in the game which is a mimic and it basically just becomes it's just like a it's like um what's the what's the a ditto it's like a ditto and it just it just tell it just morphs into you and it has all of your all your move sets all of your weapons and whatever you, that you you're using when you summon it and it's a very over like it's so op it's so powerful this it's just it's a very good summons to have and most people use it because it's that good um but because it's an ai it's an ai generated like character Sometimes it just it just kind of stands at the back and just kind of watches and say, "Go on, then you have a go." <laughs> and um, yeah, it's pretty much like right, okay. When or sometimes it just goes in, it just runs in, gun go, and it gets itself killed. Or so you've just got to get the right, the right like perfect storm of. I'm I'm hitting the the enemy, he's hitting the enemy. You know, it's just tit for tat, just just going like. One two one two sort of thing, and it the amount of times that it's I reckon I did it, I got that sort of three times, and then it goes into phase two of the boss, and oh, it is apparently one of the hardest bosses in the game, Melania, and it I I can understand why it, it was it is very rage inducing. Um, so we beat we beat her today, um, and then I. Promptly got myself lost and cannot find my way of where I need to go next. I genuinely don't know where I need to go now. Um, I spent like a further two hours playing the game, just wandering around the map thinking, I don't know what I'm meant to do now. Usually you beat a boss and it kind of like, kind of sh like kind of point you in the next direction sort of thing, or a, a doorway will open or you'll be teleported somewhere or you do something to go somewhere else. This one is just a, a an enclosed room, and I go back out the way I came in, and there's, there's for me there's nowhere else to go. I might be missing something, but yeah, I'm right now. I just started going backwards through around the map, just looking at things, and just just picking off bits and pieces that I didn't do early on, because now I'm super powerful. I can just pretty much just one shot things. So yeah, I continue to play other ring. I keep thinking I'm near the end, and maybe I am, <laughs> but I genuinely don't know. 
I I genuinely do not know. I feel like I'm I could be near the end, or I'm not a million miles away, but that's probably about me backtracking and farming a little bit. I'm not really farming anymore because it takes forever to get levels now. Um, but yeah, it continues to be Elden Ring. Continues to be, like I say, the only thing that I, I realistically think about and play of an evening. Um, so while I'm not playing that is generally why I'm at work and I found a mobile game that I've been playing. Ooh. I don't play mobile games. Um I noticed just, I've set no, I your Pokemon and all. I, yeah, <laughs> I know I, I I I out of like I just yeah, I just don't play it that much at all, Pokemon. Um so I I do play Solitaire on my phone. That is the only game that I have played religiously on Sol Solitaire. Um but I have, I have a new game, which is kind of... It's an idle game, and it's called Cats and Soup. And it's about Perfect. these little cartoony cats that are set up like a little kind of like colony, and they, they create soups. They are, they are creating soups. I'm here. listening. Yeah. yeah. It's very cute. It's a very like cutesy, cartoony-looking cats, and they... They make soup, and then you click you click on the bottom where where it, when the soup is done, it like serves it at the bottom of the, the uh, screen, and you click on it, and then you get money. And then it just it'll just keep going. You you close the game, it'll just keep ticking over, and then you come back, and it's just you click them all again, and then you can upgrade the stations, and then you can put other stations in there. So I've, there's like a carrot station now. There's now a cabbage station, a corn station. Then we all did like. Then each station kind of gets a new cat, and you can name the cats. You can put, put like clothes on the cat. You can do all different things, put hats on them, and each different thing gives you different stats towards the cat. Um, and then, like after a while, you can like you just keep leveling it up. You just keep leveling up, and like say every time like the carrot the carrots are done being cut or the cabbage is done or the corn or whatever, they run over to the big pot in the middle and they put it in. And then that then gives you, then you then can create carrot soup or whatever, or, or a vegetable soup or whatever it is that they're making. And then there's all sorts of different things, like uh, there's a trampoline on there and there's like a little tree that you can, that can nap under and each thing is just like constantly ticking up and giving you energy, giving you money, and then every time you get a certain amount of money, you can either upgrade something or build something new. And I just I just like looking at it. It's nice music on it, and it's just nice just to put on for like a couple of minutes at a time, probably like, what, two or three times a day. Just have a look at it, click on all the things, upgrade <laughs> everything. And then every now and again, one of the cats goes, take a picture, and you can like, there's literally just opened like a, like a camera on it. You can take a picture of it, and then you can post it to social media if you wanted to. Um... And they give you like extra coins for doing that, so it's, it's nice. It's a nice little game just to chill out to. Um, and the only other thing, the only how thing on earth did you find that? I, I genuinely, <laughs> I do not know. I don't remember. I found it last week. Um, of I think the last weekend. Um, I genuinely don't know. I do not know. <laughs> but it's nice. It's just a nice little game. I just kind of find myself just every now and again. I'll just click on it and go. Oh, I've not not been on it for a few hours. Let's see how much we got. And then I just upgrade all my all my cats and all my all my stations. And then I close it again. And it's like two minutes at a time. 
and obviously it's free to play so it's got all your things about watch the ads watch all the ads follow the youtube channel that it has or you know use real money best value spend all this money and get all these gems and stuff and i was like i don't do any of that stuff you don't need to do any of it but it's just nice it's just nice um the other thing i did in the week i've been playing some digital board games i feel like you told me about digital board games recently sheepdog relatively recently i'm imagining that sorry say that again into board games digital board games yeah on board game arena yes i played on board game arena <laughs> what game played... do you play bandido i don't know if i reckon let me it's, google it's a, it's a game where you have to like turn, like i mean i played just with someone else it was a, it was a corp it's all a corp game and you have to you, you there's a there's like a a criminal who's trying to tunnel out of sort of a prison i think and you have a stack of cards which are just have different different like tunnel directions in and you have <laughs> to basically close off the tunnel you cannot have like a, a tunnel like exit sort of thing this you is the write like... up for this game pab it says bandido's trying to escape again team up to stop him and that's all it says about the game yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you you have you, you every you you have a a, a deck of like a big stack of cards and you have three cards at a time and you can put a card down and like kind of line up the, the tunnels and your aim is to close off the tunnel close off all the tunnels so that the bandido doesn't escape it was just it was just a cool game we didn't win because it's it's pretty difficult to do i like um, the games where it's hard to win um, yeah. i feel like it's not as satisfying if like we all sit down for the first game and we're like, oh yeah we beat it brilliant you know um it really hits something in my brain when it we fail that's why i really like the marvel game i was playing with my friends a few times i played it probably four times it's like a dice roll cardy game thing where you have to Roll mm-hmm. the right dice to match the right cards and beat Thanos basically before he uh, gets you know he, he he gets all the gems the the, the um what are they called the Infinity Stones he yeah recruits people um basically it's really it's just really good and I've failed it every time I played it and I've always felt like it was worth doing so that, yeah board game arena that's not on board game arena but board game arena has lots of games like that and then mm-hmm. lots of games that are just more who wins after X rounds and stuff like that but um, did you play anything else on there or just that one. No, I only played that on there, but then I went over to Tabletopia, which is something similar. It's something similar, similar site, again, yeah. similar sort of thing with loads of games in it. And I played a game called Chai, which is based on the tea. <laughs> I used to be addicted to that tea. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's um it's a game where you I was this is a competitive game, so I was playing with a friend, and uh, you ha- the aim of the game is to get ingredients. From the market, there's a market there, and each like like a, a grid of tiles, and each grid grid tile has different light ingredients in it, uh, and you have to get ingredients to to fulfil orders, and you get given like two cards to start with, to and they have like an order on it, so it's like whatever it is, mint, two mint, uh, two ginger, and two lemon, or whatever it is, and you have to fulfil that, so you have to get all these items from the market. And once you once you do, you can then fulfil the order, um, and then uh, each card, each each like uh, customer card has a number on it. If you fulf- you fulfil that, you'll get that many points at the end of the game. Um, and also, if you once you fulfil the order, you can then flip over the tip token, and you get a tip. You get some money. So every turn, you get free to free tokens from the bank. 
um, and then that's where you that's where you can purchase stuff from the market. Uh, so the aim of the game is to have the most points at the end of the game by fulfilling um, orders. I didn't win, but it was fun. I enjoyed what it, what it was doing. I, it takes like probably about ten minutes to get in get your head around it, but it was very very cool. I enjoyed what I played of it. I like I say, I enjoyed just being on like the the actual platform, so to speak. It wasn't bad at all. And same with uh, Board Game Arena. Very smooth. I think board gaming is a bit smoother for me. Um, it, um, it does depend. I, I've not had any problems with any games, but it does always warn you that the games are made by the people that contribute them on there and that kind of thing. I guess you just apply to have your game on there and sometimes mm. they're in beta or they're just not quite right or whatever it is, but you get to give feedback if it doesn't work. Um, you always ask for feedback and I always just put, good game. <laughs> Thanks for making yeah. a good game. Yeah. Some like little witty thing like that. But um, yeah, no, it's always been smooth in my experience. I quite enjoy using it. I was invited to play in the week and I was just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I can't. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's a good site. I feel like it should be more popular than it is. Like it's one of those things where in lockdown, whenever I said it to people, they were like, oh, that sounds really good. But it didn't take over. You know, it should be the sort of thing that is, mm -hmm. you know, like when Wordle took over the world, uh, Wordle took over the world like, yeah. a month ago. This should have been a huge surge when it came out. It's so easy and obvious and just rammed with games there's so many games on it like mm -hmm. you can, you're not gonna go like say you didn't like that ban, bandito, bandito game like mm -hmm. it's not a hint on anything else in there there's so many games on there it's mad like we should definitely play on there sometimes or whatever it's it's a good site mm. they're, they're, but they're both good they're both good and it was like it was nice to do something a bit different um so yeah i've been, I've been playing virtual tabletop games this week and uh but that is other than that that is pretty much it other than my usual Elden ring <laughs> that is it well in that case kev's done what now well you just disappeared there's like a pause and i was like well, kev's disappeared <laughs> i was blowing my nose if you must know well, I said <laughs> and then i had to <laughs> unmute and jump in but i did it seamlessly mm, don't know. Mm. Go on. <laughs> um, i was just gonna say shall we all go to bed i'm very tired so we should probably yeah. tell people that it's uh the internet where they can find us mg uk podcast or you can follow me anywhere you like at lelujo and i'm at rb6k I think only dogs heard you then, Kevin, but I'm at Miss Illusion. You went really high. Yeah, I'm sat on my balls. We've covered this. <laughs> and I'm at Pab 1986. And we will see you next week. And we won't ah. see you next week. Yeah. Oh. oh, we'll see you in two weeks, boys and girls. Sheepdog's a... in prison next week. I am. Have a good fortnight. <laughs> Toodle pip. Bye-bye. Thanks, Leslie, folks. <laughs>